and welcome to Mavs Daily, where every day we break down a question, event, news, or trend. My name is Shelby Witten, and I'm on the digital team. I'm a content producer with the Mavs, and today I'm joined with Brandon Barkley from Player Relations. Welcome, Brandon. Hello. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. It's good to be here. So you're Player Relations now, but... Uh, your introduction with the Mavs, you were actually on the Mavs Academy team. And we spoke with the Mavs Academy in a previous episode and know that's, you know, all the camps and, um, you know, all the ways we get our student athletes involved. So can you give me uh, your history with the Mavs and what brought you uh, on with our organization? Sure. So I actually used to work uh, for a company called Lifetime Fitness. Um, So that's actually the place where the Mavs host their camps. And when I worked for Lifetime, I worked in the basketball division. So I used to work closely with the Mavs when they would come do camp. So I got to know a guy named Greg Nahr, who still is uh, obviously a big part of my, my work life and my regular life now. Uh, it's my boss currently and uh, just an overall great guy. Uh, Greg just kept an eye on me for a year or so. And then sure enough, he uh, asked me if I wanted to interview for a job with the Camps and clinics uh, division, and that's what it was called back then. It feels like that wasn't that long ago. Uh, I interviewed, and sure enough, I got the I got the job. Uh, so I worked with youth basketball for about two years, and uh, had a great experience. Got to run camps, clinics. Uh, started doing our youth tournaments. Did like elite tournaments. Started our youth combine. Just kind of did a lot of different things, uh, and really enjoyed every second of it. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, and you you are, you played in college, right? You played basketball? Correct. Yeah, I played at a school called Grand Valley State. It's in Michigan. It's uh, in Grand Rapids. Not a lot of people probably know about that school, but it's got about about probably like 30,000 students now, probably about 20,000 when I was there. Um, played there for three years, and then I went to a school in Chicago as well where I played ball. But yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a retired hooper, as they call it. And then, so did, is that what influenced you to come and, you know, uh, almost audition, to come and uh, apply for the Mavs? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think when you play basketball, especially growing up, I wanted to be in the NBA and play. But obviously, as time went along, I realized that wasn't necessarily my path. And I really enjoyed being around the game. And I knew, I, I knew no matter what, I wanted to have a job in basketball. And I think the cream of the crop is working in the NBA. And as soon as I had the opportunity to even know somebody that worked for the Mavericks, I'm like, all right, this is something I want to do. And I know for sure it was my is I know it's a it's a cheesy thing to say, but it was my destiny to kind of move in and, and work here. And sure enough, we, we made it happen and it was incredible. And it's been something that I just feel so blessed each and every day to be able to say I do. Yeah, and it's it's cool because like you said, it's just an awesome opportunity to work for the NBA. And it's, you know, not an easy um, just industry to just break into. So who or what was your in? Uh, It was Greg, for sure. I'd say my relationship with him and him just knowing uh, and having faith in me that I was someone that he could trust and someone that he thought I could do the job. You know, even maybe if I didn't think 100% I could do the job, Greg believed it. And he, he put me in that position. And, you know, I'm eternally grateful to him because he's he's the one who started me. And then I'd say throughout the line, I just had so, so many great mentors 
um, which was super important to have any type of success in this industry because it's so cutthroat. Um, so I'd say Greg for sure. And then guys like Ben Hunt. Um, and I, I have a, a big mentor of mine named John Thomas as well, who works for the Timberwolves, who have just all helped me along the ride. And then would you say that they, um, their mentorship and um, their, you know, them just teaching you, did that help you uh, evolve into the position you have now as player relations? Was it just you learning or was that um, by happenstance? So what's the story from Mavs Academy to player relations? Oh, wow. So first of all, I would say all of the experiences I've ever experienced, like <laughs> from literally working at uh, camps at the YMCA 10 years ago to now have all prepared me for what I do now. All of those experiences have, which is awesome. Um, it's funny how it, it all went down. Um, so we were at a game late last season. So which would have been 2018, 2019. And Greg pulls me into what's known as the ball kids room, which, you know, most Mavs staff will know who I'm, what I'm talking about here. And uh, some other folks might know as well. And he just pulled me in there. I, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was in trouble, to be honest with you. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, am I fired? Like, am I, I thought I was doing a good job. Like, I guess, I guess we'll find out. So I get in the room and it's him and Ben. And he's like, Brandon, uh, this opportunity has come across and I think that you would be a great fit for it. Um, we would love to transition you over to player relations. What do you think? And he's like, I need to know pretty fast. So I was like, um, yes. So I, I really, you know, I really didn't think too much about it because I, I felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think definitely how I feel today makes me more confirmed in that decision. But yeah, it happened on a random game night. I couldn't even tell you who we're playing or when it was. I want to say it was like late, like early March, I want to say, uh, of last year. And then uh, the surrounding weeks, I was just kind of preparing for, for, for the role and meeting everybody uh, and getting just my feet wet. But it was just a random occurrence, and I'd never forget because I just was so shook the rest of that night. I don't even remember what else happened. I couldn't even tell you at all, but it was just – it was a whirlwind, no question. That's so awesome. So they kind of, they tapped you. It wasn't you, you going out, I want to be a player relations manager. They just saw you as fit for this position. And that's really cool. What, um, how would you describe your job to the average fan? Because from the outside, you know, you're always with the players. Um, and you kind of look out for them. It seems like you're this bodyguard slash PR guy. <laughs> What, how would you um, explain your position? That, that's a great question. And, you know, I get that question all the time. And I find it harder and harder to explain it um, because it's like a measure, uh, a multitude of things. I'd say part bodyguard at times when, you know, when there's certain situations, uh, part assistant, part organizer, part uh representative just a lot of different things um i would just put it in, in the simplest terms i would say i am a member of the dallas maverick staff that assists players in kind of the back and forth between what is known as our business office so it would be 
our marketing team. So if the marketing team wants to use a player for something and they want to get approval from that guy, I might go to them and ask for the approval. Um, if the sponsorship team wants to use their likeness or wants to use them for a event or use them for an appearance or whatever it might be, I would go to the player and do that. Um, if, if community wants them to go do something or be at a school or be at an event, I'll, I'll be the, you know, the person back and forth with that same with season tickets. So I'd say it's, it's more of just the, the back and forth person, I guess you could say like a middleman, but uh, there's so much more to it. You know, I help a lot with their families. I help a lot with, uh, little day-to-day things. Um, I mean, these guys are very trusting. So I've had to be in many, many different uh, situations um, and help them in many different ways with different things in their lives. But, you know, I'd say the simplest term is uh, helping the business office and helping the players get things done. That's great. Almost like a, just a bridge. Um, yes. Between yes. And the guys, li- liaison for them, so to speak. Um, and that's great. And they do you know, there's a trust in you, you know, that you're have their best interest. And, um, you know, you also, you know, in the front office, like we can have so many ass of them, like from <laughs> listening to kids, photo and video and like even outside, cause they have all these, you know, sponsors and like brands and, you know, like all their outside interests. And so, um, it's good that you're kind of there to be like, okay, we need to pace these guys. There's only so many of them and there's a ton of us. <laughs> Right. So, and I would say the biggest way I built that trust was the very first summer, which was which is crazy to think it was last year. But this that past summer, I literally just dug in and got to know the guys a lot. Uh, so that I think that was a big part of building that trust. Yeah. So you got to learn them. What's something um, that you learned about yourself from being in this role? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'd say I learned, first of all, um, that I have patience. I learned that uh, I'm good with people. I learned that I just need to continue to grow in in that and just understanding that um, how you interact with people is how you get things done. We're in such a people business, especially my role, because, I mean, I'd say 99% of what I do is talking to people and understanding how to get information to people because we do have we have 17 guys and they're 17 different personalities and as time has gone on I've really learned how to talk to certain guys what their languages are and uh what you know what they want to hear or just kind of uh what their values are and what they want to get out of you know them being with the Mavericks and that's so valuable because it allows both the business side to get great experiences and the best out of, you know, when players come and the players to get really something out of their experience with the Mavs. Yes. Yeah. You sounds like you really take your job seriously, which, you know, like we all, we all should. And (laughs) working for the NBA, it's like all fun and like perks, but it gets tough because we have to like perform at our highest level, just like the players have to perform at their, you know, highest level because, there's and on the business side there's so many eyes on our brand and I think you really have to have a passion for your role and for your contribution to the team so that you know you don't get too distracted or too comfortable in your position because like it's a privilege but also a responsibility that we have to 
represent the brand and do it well. And um, what, so what's been a challenge for you in this position? Okay, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's another one that, that has, I've always thought about because uh, as you continue to try to get better, you know, to your point, we're professionals and I, I really do take it very serious um, and trying to be the best I can be because I do think that being really good in player relations can impact potential free agents, uh, player retention, um, their experiences here are important because if they at least, at least if I didn't mess it up, they want to stay here. At least if they, if anything else goes wrong, at least if I'm not messing up, maybe their experience, maybe they'll still they'll stick around a bit longer. But the biggest challenge is just continuing to balance uh, life and work because uh, as you know, working in the NBA, we work long hours. We work late nights and early mornings. And um, before pre-pandemic, uh, I was working, you know, all the time, you know, whether it was events, game. I'm at every game. I'm there before the game, there after the game, um, you know, whatever it might be. So really the, the balancing act, you know, having a wife and kid, you, you have to balance the two. And, you know, there'll be weeks where. I might see my kid like one day out of seven days because we had a four game homestand and then a couple events. So uh, what's good is that's been alleviated a little bit. They're probably sick of me at this point. But um, we uh, that was that's the biggest challenge, I'd say, in my role and probably in a lot of people's roles that work not only for the Mavs, but just in professional uh, sports. Definitely. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy going from. You know, the height of March is one of the busiest months of the season um, just because of all the events that are happening and then like camps on Mavs Academy side. And then we right. still have games. And um, yeah. And so it's it was wild to go from you're thinking, you know, OK, I got a game tomorrow, like plant your schedules full. Like, oh, I probably should eat something. Oh, have media dining again. <laughs> and then to go from <laughs> every day. I get groceries. It's like <laughs> night and day. It's been wild. Um, but you are, or you have been with the guys a lot. Have people ever mistaken you for being a player? Or do oh, you have a my gosh. <laughs> yes, yes, many times. Um, so uh, the most, the, there's been a lot of funny ones, but I'd say the funniest one in my opinion. Um, so JJ and I are at a... Uh, He's at a like a sports convention or something. We're there together. I'm just there just to kind of make sure it goes smooth for him. And the kid walks up and like there's a line for JJ to get autographs. And I'm just standing next to JJ. The kid comes up to get his autograph and he comes up to me. I'm like, I'm just normal, man. Like I, <laughs> this is the NBA player. And I get it maybe because he's a, he's not super tall, but like you don't know yeah. JJ Perez. Like I just I had to laugh because I'm just like, yeah, it's I'm uh, trust me, I'm just normal. But it's funny and I understand it. I've been called Courtney Lee before a couple of times, actually, uh, when I don't have a tan. I, I get called Courtney a little bit, which is my guy. But um, I, I'd say here and there, I mean, we've gone into several camps and several different events. And if you haven't necessarily seen me before, I understand I'm you know, I'm six, seven. So I'm about the same size as a lot of the guys. So. Uh, yes, it does happen quite a bit, but it's okay. If that's like my worst thing that happens to me is someone thinks I'm in the NBA, I guess like I, I got a pretty good life. That's so funny. Yeah, during a walk-in, 
it's funny because like sometimes there'll be fans or like people on a tour like corporate people um down in the tunnel and like that's where walk-in is and so it's like sometimes on our carpet nights you know people be like passing by and you could come in like, with your suit and like people do a double <laughs> that's it must be a player so um and so your and you mentioned your family so your daughter do you think she's gonna be into basketball or into sports or what's she gonna do uh i hope so uh she's She's still kind of trying to find her way, like on on sport the sports side. Like we have her playing everything, and actually, you know what's funny? I got that from JJ. He might not remember this conversation, but uh, last summer JJ and I were just talking. And I was just like, I, I had my daughter at one of our events. He was at, and he, I was like, Hey, like, you know, what did you do as a kid? And he was like, Yeah, I played everything. My parents had me play everything. I think you should have her play everything. Don't just put her in basketball. Um, but I know, I know, I want her to play basketball, but. He said, try everything. So I got her doing dance. She does not not gymnastics right now, but typically does that. Soccer, basketball, of course. So, But she likes it. She likes and enjoys coming to the gym with me, and she enjoys uh, shooting in the backyard. So I, I hope so, and I hope, she, uh, I hope she really finds a love for it. She definitely loves the maths, no question. That's awesome. It's amazing. And then you still play, too, a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'll play the occasional men's league here and there. And then, you know, the Mavs staff pick up. Uh, I was hoping to this summer maybe hop in some runs. But obviously, with everything going on, there's, there's zero chance of that happening. But yes, I, I try to stay in shape here and there and play. I just love the game so much. I'm, I'm gonna play till I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you're so great at it. Um and you're awesome at your job and I just want to thank you so much for joining me today and um, thank you everyone for listening and I hope that you will rate and review and subscribe to Mavs Daily on your favorite pad- podcast play- podcast platform <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Mavs Daily Peace